Wicked. Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. Okay. So, sorry, Eddie. <coughs> Bless you. I mean, there's a little bit of clang in my throat. <coughs> this happens it's every week, mate. Clang. Yeah. yeah. You get <coughs> nervous. <coughs> sorry. He always does this. Uh, so cool. Uh, welcome everybody to Ben and John Do Cars Talk Cars podcast, yeah. episode 16. sixteen. Nice. We think that's right. We haven't actually got a count. No, the last oh. one was definitely fifteen. Okay, nice. This which week, make, which makes this one. There's a. You probably noticed that there's something a bit different going on. We've got Ross here yes. from Slip and Grip Automotive. The first guest on the podcast. The first guest. Oh. I say from Slipping Great Automotive, he's also a quite a good friend. So we just, we've just got Ross on the channel today to talk about all of his kind of car experiences. He's got a wealth of experiences with motorsport, cars, automobiles, selling, buying, owning, all sorts of stuff. So we're going to delve into a little bit of that today. I don't think we're going to cover all of it because we've only got like an hour. Yeah. So that means Ross will probably be a repeat guest on the show which is exciting for us because it gives me a little bit of a break from Ben <laughs> uh, but yeah so that's, that's, that's kind of the plan isn't it yeah I think and so and we're freestyle we haven't really got a set agenda I know yeah. Ben you usually bring your iPad along which has got a few bits and bobs on so we'll have a look at that I've got a few, a few notes that I've made some interesting cars that I've seen out on the road recently the sun, the sun has brought some interesting shit out hell yeah. yeah yeah let's just start with that yeah okay cool uh, let's just pump the brakes for a second before we get into it with Ross, uh, because we completely forgot to mention we are supported by the Streets Taverna. The Streets Taverna. <laughs> the Streets Taverna. Streets Taverna. Go to Instagram at the Streets Taverna. Go to, go see him in Bristol. Go buy yourself some lackey. Say, let's do it. Get yourself some free chip or halloumi upgrade. Yes. <laughs> let's do it. Woo-hoo. Right back to the podcast. All right, Ross. What is your opinion on? I saw two in two days last week. I saw two 944s in two days. Wow. And I, and I was buzzing about it. The first one was a turbo. Nice. And the second one was a 944S, which I don't think I've ever seen before. I don't really, okay. I don't really know. I had, a, I had a brief read up on them afterwards because I was like, because I, I made a note of 944S. Then afterwards I was like, did I imagine that S badge? I was like, I'm not sure if that sounds right. Does someone just slap that on? Yeah, no. no Does it actually S. exist? No, no, it is nice. a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, cool. Yeah, certainly when I was, you know, when I was in my late teens, early twenties, and I was buying cars or trying to buy fast cars for under a thousand pound. The glory days. Um, yeah, the nine four four. I think at the time was like just above that value. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know, I quite fancy one of those rear wheel drive, you know, front engine rear wheel drive, a Porsche. Yeah. So they got the, into a they've got the gearbox in the back, I think, as well, haven't they? I think. I think, I think yeah, I'm not sure, actually. Some bloke, I don't know if my dad had one. You might remember. Black one. He's moved now. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. I, yeah, I've got a real I never really one. liked it at the time, but they've grown on me a little bit now. I really like the 944. I, I remember doing, I did a track at Goodwood once, and there were these old boys there with a that horrible, like, 80s... Sort of, it's not silver, but it's not grey. That kind of like l- l- dark silver, light grey colour was like... Looks like gunmetally. Yeah, but there's no shine to it. Yeah. And it's just, oh, it's just a horrible colour. Um, but yeah, they, they had this 944 in that colour. And it was just a 2.5. It wasn't even a 3 litre. Obviously not a turbo or anything. Bone stock. It was pretty floppy. Like, you could see that the whole thing was just... 
I think we're having a fucking great time. That's what all about. Yeah, they were just like, yeah, I've had it's this cheap, thing for ten cheap, years. I bought it. Yeah, I bought it for two grand when it when they were really cheap. And they were like, and he was like, never really needs anything doing to it. And we just fucking thrash it around Goodwood a couple of times a year. That was it. Did we go to that track day one time and that bloke had that race spec one, that yellow one? Was that, that, was, a that was a nine six eight club. Oh, uh, was it? Was it nine six eight? Was it? That yeah, was I'm pretty sure it was because that, that car was on an auction site recently. Was it? Oh, really? Yeah. I don't think it sold. It was a little bit rough around the edges, mm. but it had it decent page in it, decent seats yeah, yeah, yeah. in it. Um, I actually prefer the 968 to the 944. 968's a fucking vibe, isn't it? Yeah, I really it's like It's quite a bit more expensive. Yeah. Because the, the 9... Was the 968... A, was that a six-cylinder? Or was it still the three-litre okay, four-pot? Like, an officiado, a front-engine, rear-wheel drive Porsche, unfortunately. <laughs> but no, they are quite cool. Even uh, right. I think the only Porsche I'd ever really steer clear of is the Boxster. Yeah, I mean, I would be tempted to get one. I don't mind a Boxster. I don't, I, I don't mind it. I never used to like it. I used to always refer to it as like the Porsche that people would find at the bottom of cereal packets. The poor man's Porsche. Yeah, yeah poor, poor man's, man's Porsche. Porsche. <laughs> and it kind of still is, but the newer versions ain't fucking poor man's Porsche. You need to be a bloody wealthy person to afford one there. Yeah. However, a Mark 1 Boxster S, you can get fairly cheap. And that'd be a riot, I reckon. Yeah, I, I don't mind them. If I, I, if I had that sort of era for that sort of sports convertible, that'd have to be an S2000. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd probably... Yeah, it'd either be an S2000 or a... MGF, mate. <laughs> yeah. I always think, like, Z3 or something. Like, I'd be interested to get one of them just to mess around in. I'd have loved a Z3 MQ. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's not the money on those now is That's, ridiculous. Yeah, they're rad. Oh, but, but not convertible. That's a nice segue. Because, have you seen that BMW have announced a concept of like a modern version of it? Have you seen that? No, I think it's called it like the... Looks it looks fucking rad. Mm. <coughs> Sorry, Clag. Um, I think it's called the... Uh, fuck, what was it called? BMW Concept Tora? Nice. Coupe Tora or something. Mate, that was so wicked. They didn't put the terrible grill on it, I don't no. know. No. Really? Yeah. Mm. It was a, it's a great looking grill. It looked car. like a normal grill. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Yeah, the BMW have gone a bit mad, haven't they, with grills? I think their whole design's gone a bit mad. It's funny, though. It's actually growing on me a little yeah. bit. I don't yeah. know whether that's because you just get used to that's just the way a BMW M car looks. I think or... that's exactly it. Because we had the same conversation a while back when that first one came out. We were like, what the hell have they done? They ruined it. Like, that looks insane. The, the M3 Touring looks amazing. Oh, yeah. Until you get to the front. And yeah. Uh, if I, they, I can still I could get over that because it's just like a dream car, really. The, yeah. the a wagon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry, boys. <coughs> you can look past the grill on the M3 wagon. The previous three series, the F was it the F80, yeah. the one before, yeah. looks so much better. That's still a great looking car, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, wrap your fucking eyes around that. Oh my goodness gracious, mate! It's like a shooting brake. Yeah. yeah, that's fucking rad. How cool is that? It looks a bit like the, the FF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a bargain for our EFF. Yeah, I'm literally just thinking well, that. Well, there. The <laughs> just not... Proportions mm. are a bit odd at the They're really... Very yeah. sure. It looks Back. better in the digital pictures than you know in the set pictures. That looks that's, incredible. That's got to be a real picture, right? Is yeah, that a real some, picture? Maybe some cooler wheels than that. The wheels, yeah, the I wheels think look a bit gangster. Alpine-ish. They, look, they do look a bit Alpine-ish, yeah. They look a bit fast and furious, those wheels. That's no, not necessarily a bad thing. I'm seeing a tad, a bit of... Um, AMG GT in the real lights yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Even so, that's a it's, fucking great looking car. It's a car. cool car. Yeah, I don't mind the engine really saying that's supposed to happen. Uh, I think that's it's just the fucking standard BMW M3 litre fucking whatever it is. M20D. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Four pop. Yeah. <laughs> M4. 
1.7. Yeah, the standard fucking three litre thing they put in everything now. Yeah, that's rad. So what were we talking about before that? Can't remember. Oh, we talked about 944s. Oh, yeah. I saw two in two days. That's really yeah, cool. I've got a couple of friends with 944s and they seem to enjoy them and they're reasonable to maintain. Yeah. Pretty reliable. Yeah. They tend to be quite high mileage. Yeah, well, they've been around for a while. Yeah, yeah. I think they look great. Affordable way into a Porsche, I suppose. Yeah. That's yeah, the main thing, isn't it? Is it now? I don't know. But I anyway, don't know. Yeah. And what, again, what other cool coupes around that era? You know, what were there? There was the what, RX-7. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, yeah the F would be the FC I guess yeah I th- I've got a bit of a soft spot for those they're pretty cool the boxy RX sevens are fucking cool yeah oh yeah I suppose yeah but would you ever want to fuck around with a wanker I definitely wouldn't that's my worry I did go out I think I I, I drove an RX seven on track that um, one of our customers let me have a drive of and I could not believe like that the power delivery is just completely different to any other combustion really? engine yeah yeah. it doesn't it's not like it's really super torquey and then it fizzes out at the end or like a VTEC where there's no torque and then you mm, get just yeah. like it just continues yeah the the wankle just seems to just like have the same through the whole rev range weird so it doesn't like even when you get really high up accelerating it's, weird yeah it's, it's, rev it's, quite, it's a very strange feeling they're very high revving high revving yeah. yeah I'd love to have a go well, I think this one was like 400 horsepower something like Jesus. that. Jesus. And uh, yeah, it was, it was mega to drive. Yeah. And it feels almost like spaceship, like you're in a nice little cockpit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Proper sports yeah, car. Yeah, that's certainly a car that I'd, I'd like to own that I haven't owned yet. Well, you've owned quite a lot of cars. <laughs> Maybe we should get onto that. <laughs> yeah. yeah Talk us through kind of like... <coughs> Sorry, I will try to keep We don't want to get onto all of your cars because I reckon you've probably got 100 plus in your like arsenal of previous cars yeah personal cars personal cars yeah. yeah so like if we're talking about kind of your personal highlights yeah let's go highlights let's go uh quick fire five five top highlights. five yeah uh the last v v2 impreza sdi i had was really nice yeah um and they just drive really well you know, mechanical all-wheel drive just Allows the driver to do what they want to do, but also, you know, it'll keep you in check at the same time. Yeah, I've never yeah. driven like a, a sorted Impreza, so I'd love to have a go at one. So like on, on track, you so for example, through Quarry Corner at Coombe, you could like lift off oversteer to Apex and then power back on. And yeah, yeah, still yeah. So you are by mate. the time you get to the rumble strips. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. What, um, what was that white one you had? I've had three white ones. Oh. <laughs> so a, I've had two RAs. I think it was a four-door RA. Yeah, I've had two RAs and one STI RA. Yeah. The first RA I bought for 1,600 quid. Is that the white one? Yeah, that yeah, was one of the one, white ones. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> basically, we went out in one of them one day, and it was mental. Yeah, yeah. It was just like fucking balls. Yeah, so three, three to 350 in and in a classic Impressor is more than more. enough. Yeah. It felt way more than what's enough. The, what's the... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> what's the... What's special about the RA again? The RA's got a few different things, but they have a lower ratio gearbox. Right. Um, and they are lighter than a, than a bog standard oh, okay. classic. Um, and then the STI RA has STI internal, so better headwork, um, some forged parts, and then it has like variable center diff as well, so you can adjust the oh, distribution nice. between the front and rear wheels. Yeah, yeah. So like if it's snowing or whatever, you just That's chuck, cool. it, chuck it to the back. And That's awesome. That's fucking rad. Take it to Norway or wherever you went. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Ice driving. Yeah, yeah that's rad. Uh, so Scooby RA. 
Well, Scooby RA, probably the, the blue R32 Skylar. Yes! Oh, you guys did oh, it. Amazing. Amazing. I was oh, waiting for that to come up. Me too. I was, I was, when you said top five, I was like, I wonder if he says Skylar first. And you built the engine on that. I was fucking wicked, that car. We had a GT35R Garrett Turbo on it, which was capable of like more like 800 horsepower, but we ran the car at 400, but it did result in a lot of lag because it was a big turbo. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> so you'd end up with like nothing up to 3000 and then beyond we, that. I think, I think on the dyno it was between, uh, you know, a thousand RPM when the, the boost kicked in, it was producing like an extra 150, 160 <laughs> yeah. horsepower. That thing that, honestly was meant <coughs> Yeah, that was, was a cool car. Yeah, and on I that high boost mode, because I had the boost controller and you just put it onto the high boost and it was honestly, aggressive. It was yeah, like yeah. nothing, nothing, nothing. Fuck, here it comes. Oh my god, here's the scene. Oh, fuck! Yeah. <laughs> like it was just in your face, wasn't it? And you'd be yeah. like, oh. I've never seen the trees go past me so fast in such a short space. It's, of time. Yeah, it's, it was you know like I mean? a scene from Fast and Furious, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that car was fucking rad. If, yeah, we, if we can find a clip, we'll put a clip of us driving now on, on full boost. Yeah. Like, 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 like. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I actually uh, I stopped timing at the Nurburgring because of that car. Really? It started getting sketchy. Too dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. Um, yeah, so I, I did the Spa in that car as well, and Spa was mega in that car. Oh, I bet, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that sounds fun. It was a proper sorted um, car as well, wasn't it? Like the engine. <coughs> That, yeah, fully it solid. had everything, carbon parts and yeah. big brakes, coilovers. I was yeah. so heartbroken when you broke that car. Yeah, it was a pity that no one had wanted to buy it and actually it would be worth quite a lot of money. Now. I was going to say, yeah. thinking back, because I think, didn't you have it up for like 15 grand or something? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. was yeah. Just, so now, nowadays, nowadays I would have thought near 30 double. grand, yeah. yeah. It's mad. It was a great looking car as well. Oh, yeah, 2.3 stroke on it. Yeah, oh, so good. And that tiny little bride seat you had you could fit into. Oh god, yeah. I was a bit larger back then, I didn't, no joke. Yeah. I, I, my hips were bruised for about three days after driving that car. It's like going karting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, that really aggressive paddle clutch. And like, oh, yeah. first driving it, we drove it to Tesco to put some high octane fuel in it. And when the Tesco's round about, honestly, I kept stalling it, stalling it, stalling yeah. it. I was like, how the fuck am I going to get this thing? It was like on and off, wasn't it? It was so snappy. It was good. That's uh, the first time I'd ever driven a clutch like that. So I was like, this is fucking nuts. Mm, like, oh, mm. such a cool car. But once you got used to it, fuck me, wasn't that good? The best all-around performance car I had in terms of like being able to cruise and use it as an everyday car, but also have a lot of power was that E90. Yeah, that was yeah. so a lot. A four-door M3 just looks awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, over 400 brake NA. Yeah, with that EDC dampening control yeah, that's wicked cool. that E <coughs> fucking hell <laughs> sorry <coughs> that E90 that, that shape of BMW I always preferred the saloon M3 to the coupe yes, yeah, the saloon yeah. looks so much nicer if they had done an M3 touring oh, oh for fuck well some people have like retro made them like yeah well, one modern. of the guys that we used to go to the ring with he did a 335D but manual converted and it was pushing like 850 newton meters yeah. or something and that was awesome and God. we used to go down obviously you go basically motorways all the way to Nürburgring yeah. and used to find motorcycles oh to race <laughs> no no he used, used to drop in front of them drop a gear and then just smoke them smoke them <laughs> <laughs> just roll cold in front of them poor bastard Naughty. yeah that shape um, that chassis as well like, I've got that 530D at the moment E39 and that feels like a big heavy like waddly car yeah yeah 
And then as soon as I get into my missus, the United Estate, which is just a 320D, the chassis yeah. on that car. Yeah, they're great. For a normal car is yeah. amazing. Yeah. They're really good value now, actually. We're saying how expensive everything is. The trouble is, I've always the 320Ds them. and you know that shape of E90. They're high mileage now, man. Yeah, and they hold their money. Yeah, and people don't sell them because they just keep hold of them because they just keep on going. Yeah, I've, I've been looking. I always look at E90. So I used to have a, three, a 320D E90 and I loved it, but then I sold it. And it's still going now, this has got it. But I always look on Auto Trader for like 330s, 320s, even 318s, because I'm just like, I just want to get back in. At the yeah, because yeah, you had a tour in as well, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, loved it. But they, like I say, they hold their value. They're still. Like, I had that thing sideways around the BP run at Owens, right? You did. And I didn't crash it. No. <laughs> I had Ross's. Yeah. You sideways around that roundabout and I crashed it. Yeah, that's a story for another podcast, open which dip. you've already blame, done. Blame the open dip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the greasy road. Oh, yeah. Um, and my inability to drive rear wheel drive cars. <laughs> I think E90s are getting. Uh, the, they're falling victim to the drift tax a little bit now as well. They will do, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're not, they're like a three two five E ninety is is cheaper than E forty six now, or at least the same price, but more power. Right. So right. like a few people are starting to a few you know a few of the what buy E ninety to drift. Yeah. Right. Yeah, loads. Yeah. Yeah, especially yeah, I suppose. But a sorted one, like even a three twenty, you're looking at like still four grand for a really nice one used with high mileage which is nuts really 330s there's still some on there for like six seven grand really yeah and a 330i some of them are up there for 10 grand which is nuts e46 m3s were 10 grand not that long ago <laughs> yeah right. yeah so what so it was an m5 yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah don't, just, i just don't even talk about the e39 <laughs> yeah so i nearly got one of those instead of the e90 so uh what's fourth um, on the list Third on the list. Fourth on the list. Fourth. Yeah. Uh, probably the Volvo. Yes. <laughs> nice. Respect. Nice. No, the the C three O C three O three six by six. Nice. Yeah, the army truck. Yeah, that's uh, mad. That was just yeah, that just purely a, like I just need to have something like that. Just yeah, to yeah. go down Salisbury Plain. And How often did you take it off roading? I only I probably went Salisbury Plains like three or four times in it. it. But you know, Chippenham should be like twenty minutes from Salisbury Plain, but in an army truck it takes an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, true, uh, valid point, yeah. So yeah, that was good fun. That was only like thirteen thousand kilometres on that truck. Wow. Really? So, and it was a seventy seven. Yeah, that's mad. So it done like no no distance at all. You sold it now? Yeah, sold that now. Mate, yeah, tax so exempt Volvo club over here. I'd agreed to buy that barn fine Celica GT4. Oh. And I hadn't sold the Volvo yet. So I was desperate oh. to sell it. So you might not have seen this. I haven't seen that because obviously I haven't been on Facebook for months and months. I saw, and months. A, G- so I saw a Celica GT4 the other day as well, actually. Yeah, so. Talk to me about I, work, I obviously work for this auction house, or I work for several auction houses, but the local auction house I work for, Richard Edmonds Auctions sent me an email to say, oh, there's a barn find locally to Chippenham. Can you go and have a look? Nice. So I went to have a look, and at the front of this massive barn with, like, 30 cars in it was this Celica GT4. Fuck yeah. But it wasn't an ST205, and it wasn't yeah. like the Bug Eye one, and it wasn't the early 90s. It was the first generation wedge shape. <gasps> They're the best ah, shape. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you like, I want that. I was like, I'm How having that. that. He said, it hasn't been on the road since 96, so it's seen seven years on UK roads. Cool. 79,000 miles on the clock, it's mint underneath. Um, it just wants like restoring, basically. Mate, so right up your It's being restored at the moment. Was it that shape? Wow. Was, it, was it the bug eye in Sega Rally? How much did they want that for? It's the bug eye in Sega yeah, Rally. It was the bug eye. Yeah. How much did they want that for? No, I'm, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to discuss because you've got a bargain. Um, it, it, it's going to cost a bit of money to restore it because mm. I want to do it factory 
you know, standard. It's still got like standard radio in it. Yeah, love all of that. It's still mm. got all about exhaust. that. Um, Has it got that trademark Japanese smell to yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that weird. It is a UK car, though. Is it? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is one of the last two hundred made wow. of that generation. Wow. That's so they're bad. all numbered. How um, many did it make? Uh, I think it's 4,200 and oh, something. Not many then. So really. there wasn't that many. <coughs> That's uh, such a better looking car than guys. There is not another <coughs> for sale in the UK at the moment. So you've got a bit of a gem there. So there's a couple in Europe for sale. So yeah, it should be a good good little learner. And I don't just buy cars to earn. I buy, <laughs> I buy cars because I like the cars. Yeah, obviously. But, but it's nice to make a bit, of money, make a bit of money. I don't yeah. think I've ever made profit on a car. I don't think I've ever I hate not lost making money. money. <laughs> <laughs> You've sold a lot of cars. I've sold a lot of cars. You I, I, I do, do cars. sometimes buy cars because I think, yes, I'm going to make some money in that, but I enjoy yeah. the process of yeah. going through the restoration and using companies that I use all the time to do yeah. certain jobs because yeah. I can trust them to do it. Yeah, absolutely. It makes sense. That makes a big difference, having a network you can rely on with yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, and then, I guess that's part of owning a local company like that is you get to know all these sorts of people, yeah. the customers that you deal with and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. who you can trust and who you can't. And yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's a cool thing. That'll be a cool thing when it's done. Um, yeah, I'll, you know what else? S twelve, S thirteen, S fourteen, Sylvia's. The list goes on, doesn't it? Astra GT rally car, S twelve, Sylvia rally car. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, the stuff that I just forget about as well. You've had so many cars and stuff that I haven't because I've got like an album on my laptop that has like all my previous cars on it. Really? Of course, I didn't take photos of all the cars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that Volvo S forty T four was one of the first. That's like, cool. You had No, I've never. I really want, mate. They have disappeared. Yeah, there's there is zero, and they were they were touring car championships. Yes. they won the BTCC. I think two years on the trot. Yeah, they had a, they had a good look, <coughs> a good looking livery. And they were basically <coughs> the T five engine with a with a cylinder yeah. locked off it. Two hundred brake out of the box. Fucking rad. And pretty bulletproof as well. Yeah, they? yeah. They were great. They were great cars. Again, that's another one that I feel like if you found one now, it would still be quite cheap. But, yeah, yeah, but they're just there's none of them. Yeah, I reckon I look for S forty T fours probably once a month. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet you won't find one in that blue. That was a lovely blue. Yeah, blue? it was like the same blue that they used for the like the Polestar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, a rad. But yeah, car. I was, I was um, quite naughty in that car. I wasn't listening. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we've all been in that position time to time. Was it quick? It was 150 miles an hour quick. Was it? That's yeah. decent. That's quick enough. It's got a band for, isn't it? Oh, was I didn't? Oh, I completely forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, I got I got banned for doing two o'clock in the morning, chip, chipping and dual carriageway. Off the lights, chipping and dual carriageway towards M4. How fast can you Uphill. With a BMW Coupe on my rear quarter. And oh, I thought, fuck. And he just sat there. Yeah. And I thought, oh, he's just a, just a business guy. No. Oh, no. That is oh, no. So, yeah, I dropped a gear and off I went. <laughs> and I, and I oh. got him like a lot. And, uh, and you know, there's like big white signs showing that the M4's coming up as you're yeah, going yeah, like yeah. halfway down the dual carriageway yeah, as yeah. the trees start. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's blues and twos. Oh no! Heart fell out your ass. Yeah, I got I got three months ban. Was that it? Yeah, I would, they, they, yeah they, that was that was a different time. There were yeah, some discrepancies like, with the speed on the, the paperwork and stuff with the police that oh, okay. allowed that my solicitor to oh, find gaps good. in their yeah. in their in their. Though so I actually spent more money on a solicitor than I did have to pay in a fine. <laughs> 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 but I, I I needed the oh, I needed months. a license. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Three months is a. 
I mean, it's not great, but it's not. In, in today's world, that'd be like a year or two. Oh, at least, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they'd make an example of you. 100%, yeah, especially yeah. for like... Yeah, so I have, I've out. never exceeded those sort of speeds yeah. on the road in the UK <laughs> since... <laughs> <laughs> Go to the autobahn for that. Well, yeah, exactly. track. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we, yeah. That that dual carriageway between Chipper and the M4 is is quite tempting. Though. I mean, <laughs> yeah, when I when yeah, I was a teenager, fun, yeah. we used to just go out in cars at night purely to race other cars between Chippenham and Cirencester. <laughs> yeah. and that's all I used to do. Yeah. Was like rural midnight club. <laughs> if, I, if I fancied some like hilly stuff, I'd go to Stroud. And do yeah. Yeah. Stroud, yeah. You know? I remember that time you lent us the R32. And it was like night time, and you were like, oh shit, well, I need to... you met us in Tetbury, I don't know why. And yeah, why were we in Tetbury? I don't know, and Peggy oh drove God, her Mazda MX-5. Right. Peggy gave me a lift back to Mindy in the yeah. MX-5. And then no. Ross needed to get fuel, so he was like, where's the nearest place that sells high octane fuel? And he was like, right, Sirencester, which is probably about 10 miles down the road. So I was like, I'll just go with Ross, you follow us, right? Fuck me. <laughs> you drove, like, I mean... It's, you this get to know a, your local roads, don't you? You get to know your local yeah. roads. And like, down the B4040, that was my local road. Yeah. Until it got really, really bad. And I stopped driving fast down that. I don't drive fast anyway. Now, anyway. But back then, fuck me. I'll tell you what, you can't these days, can you? No. no you can't no. even go out early on a Sunday morning no, and have a clear road. No, you can't. But so, yeah. so the legal way that I do that now is what we were chatting about earlier, is, is road rallying. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So, yeah. so talk, yeah, let's talk about road rallying. Because you do a bit of that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So past few years, I've had a few different cars that I've used. Uh, yeah. I started off in an EP3 and we just chucked a sump box, sump guard on it and a half cage and that was it really. So what's the format? How does so it work? like your little 12 cars. We need to uh, we need to do that by the way. Like, yeah, we yeah, need yeah. to have a crack at that. I, I, Ross got my juices flowing earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like the little 12 <coughs> cars are all local little car clubs that they put them on like a Friday night. Yeah, um, and it's around like sixty miles, and you have various checkpoints over the sixty miles with a navigator. Yeah, each checkpoint you get a clue with an envelope, and then you decipher the clue in order to navigate to the next. That sounds so awesome. It's fucking rad, isn't it? And so, is it like um, in terms of checkpoint timings? Is it? It's not how fast you do. It's how how well you stay within the confines of that stage. Within the timing, so yeah. you have to be. You know, if you're too early to a checkpoint, then you get. Penalised. Penalised, and if you're too late, then you get penalised. Love that. Yeah, we need to have a go on that. Um, and if anyone else wants to go and have a, have a go at it, just find your local car club. If you're in the area like we, you know, in, in Wiltshire like we are, there's like seven or eight car clubs locally that you can join really? with 12 cars. Um, and some of them have like a beginner class, so if you're not that into map reading or deciphering clues, then there is, they will give you a drawn out map. Yeah. So that at least you can do the event and understand how it works without having to worry about that would where be you what going. we need to do first time. Will they allow a bone stock XC seventy? Will they allow two forty? Mm-hmm. Well, I've, I've seen people use defenders. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, XC seventy. Like stock one point two fiestas. And, and where did like what, what is it all on public roads or is it just yeah, go it's off all road? Open though? public roads and it's an average of thirty mile an hour. Perfect. But of course, you are stopped for three or four minutes. Yeah, so you do have to go marking your map before you then head off to the next section. But a really good navigator will be able to do the clues as you move off. So yeah. they'll be going down the road up to the next junction, yeah. and they would have done those clues before they even get to the junction. I love it. I think you would actually be better at the clues. You should do one alter. <gasps> we can compete. Yes. So it's once a month. Oh my god! We could compete. Ross, can you be my navigator, please? I'd navigate for one of you. Yeah. 
Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I'd find a navigator. Oh shit. <laughs> Mate, I reckon Willie C would be probably quite good at that. Yeah, he probably would. Although if he gets flustered, it will flow! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, okay, cool. I think maybe we should do it first time together because that'd be a right laugh. You wanna do it with me? Oh yeah, what, what now? <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm down with that. Yeah, because that'd be a right laugh. And then we would then go head to head. Yeah, that's a great shout. Yeah. It's not expensive either, 12 cars. Are they? Uh, it is like 30 quid. Oh, fucking nothing. Plus, you, and then you pay your insurance on top. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. Insurance is like 12 quid. Oh, okay. Oh, and you have to, do you have to apply for a license? You have like a, I looked a, at it. I'm not I sure which, it was the Club RS license, which is just you apply for it and that it comes it, in the yeah. post. Because I, when I spoke to you about it last year, I looked into it, and uh, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, you're right, it was the Clement thing. Because that's not that expensive either, is it? I don't think. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's free. Oh fuck it. Yeah. Let's do it. Mate, Thirty quid. Let's do a fucking twelve cut. Yeah. Um, yeah, that sounds like a vibe. Yeah. So yeah, Devizes and District Motor Club is the club that I usually go with, and then there's like Bath Motor Club as well. They do larger events like the Targas as well. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, mate. Talk, tell us about the target. So tar that that is, sounds fucking rad. So targets again is like road rally regs, but you you use a road book to navigate between stages, and the stages are on private land. So <sighs> in February we did Bath Targa, and that was starting off at Castle Coombe. Yeah. And they did laps of the outer roads plus their gravel rally stage, oh and god. onto the track as well. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. <laughs> And then uh, Charlton Park onto the private estate, and that, that was on gravel. So fucking amazing! Uh, and then Campbell and South Cerny Airfields as well. Oh my god, how much is that? That was, I want to say that was about 160 quid. That's worth every fucking penny. So for nothing. a full day, 100 miles, I think it was 48 miles stage miles. Yeah, and 48 flat out miles. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Yeah, that's a good And, again, and that was the one you, that's the one that just need, you just need a cage and yeah, handheld just, yeah, yeah, extinguisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can sort that out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the great thing about the, <laughs> <laughs> the great thing about that level of motorsport is it's although people are competitive, everyone's really friendly. Yeah. 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 It's an opportunity to have a real awesome time in cars. And there's guys in like these little car clubs that have done some crazy stuff in in the world of motorsport. You know, there's a yeah. there's a old couple called Keith and Janet in DDMC and they're um like run around guy in their garage in their workshop when they were younger was Richard Burns. No, no way. way! He used to Fuck. sweep up for them. No way! <laughs> That's cool. That's weird. Where did Richard Burns come from? Uh, he was pretty local actually. I think, I think, I think he was a Somerset. Like, yeah, I think yeah. you might be right. Yeah. That's rad. That's <laughs> I never liked Richard Burns in period because I was a Conor McRae man. But... Oh, okay. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's plan that then. Let's do... Not right now, but yeah, yeah they start um, start around November, October, November time. Yeah, we'll definitely do a few. Of those. And then the twenty twenty, which is the DDMC twenty cars, twenty checkpoints, which is a hundred miles. That's generally in December. Mate, so if you get a couple in before that, you could do the twenty twenty. Just buy a shitbox off Facebook Marketplace for a cage in it and do it. People love compacts, BMW compacts. You love BMW compacts. I don't love BMW compacts. You used compacts. to love them when I we were don't. in college. You used to be, oh, I've got a thing for the compact. No, 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 no I once saw an E46 Compact 325 Sport, and I remember thinking at the time, oh, that's actually quite a nice looking car. And I, I, that, that was it. 
It surprised ben, me. Every time we would see one of those when you're out, you go, oh, I really like them. And I go, they're ugly as fuck. And you that's go, not, no, they're not. That's not. Even the pre-facelift one. You go, yeah. Well, the E36? Fuck off, I've never liked the E36 combat. Yeah, anything combat used to love. Nah, no. You're lying. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> anyway, we'll get one of them and we'll do some rallies. They're fucking drift tax as well. They're expensive now. You, uh, you could do a 12 car in your golf. Oh, you don't need a roll cage for it? No, I don't. Oh, this is the road rally. The, yeah, yeah, the 12 car. So the normal night rally, yeah, yeah. Is, you can just use a bogey. Oh, we well, do, we'll do the XC70 for that. I mean, I'm it's hoping. quite nice if you've got good height, so you've got good. Yeah, and good that is viewing. a lifestyle car. I'm going to be honest with you, I'm hoping I don't still own that in November. I might want to find that off of you, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah, do you still want to eat? Well, we'll talk about that after. Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, okay, let's, let's do that. Yeah. Uh, so talking of like rallies and stuff, uh, you did Norway in your. 325 wagon. Oh, yeah, right. I, I had an E30 with a 28 in it. Oh, it was an E30, was it? Is it yeah. a 28 in that? Mm. Yeah, it was an E30. I mean, so that's an E36 engine. Yeah, yeah. With an E30 M3 rear diff, so it was lower. Oh, yeah, nice. It's all coming back to me now. So that was, that, the was, that was built by Rally Prep, which were was a really, really well-renowned yeah, that's BMW, a, um, BMW rally build. That's who Chris Harris uses for his rally car. That's right, yeah. yeah. I want to hear that story where you go ice rallying in that. Just summarise. Yeah, so I think that was rad. that was just well, that was that'll be four years ago. So it, it, I went out three weeks before our toddler was due. Jeez, <laughs> my missus was like, "You better be on the end of the phone. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure there's a, a flight available for if you, you to get to back." If you go into Yeah, I was like, I'm just, "I'll just leave the car out there, and my mate will have to drive it back." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we went out with three of us, and we had a AMG. Was it a Brabus Vito, Mercedes Brabus Vito with a trailer with oh, Andy's, on Andy's, Andy's yeah, 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 that was a nice van actually. Um, you carry talking, I'm going to try and get rid of this clack. All right, mate. Uh, so <laughs> the yeah, so the E30 was like caged up, buckets, uh, you know, good shifter on it and coilovers and everything. Yeah, it was a rad car. Bought some studded tyres off of eBay. Nice. Chucked it on the trailer. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was probably like the only set of studded tyres <laughs> in the UK because we're not allowed to use studded tyres. Um, yeah, and then and then drove out there. I think it was like, I think it was like 1,100 miles one way or something. Wow. And, and we stopped off in Denmark on the way. And then on the way back, we did it in one hit. So we didn't stop. Jesus. So we swapped driver, for, you know, when we stopped for fuel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when we got home, getting out of that van, it was like you'd been on a boat. Oh, really? It felt like everything was still moving. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was oh, horrible. Really? So I'd never do that again in one hit. Vastly but I'd do that trip again in a heartbeat. Yeah, well, we saw some videos from it, I think. You sent me a Yeah, you did an edit for me. Yeah, yeah. It was just mental. Some of the cars that they were That looks like so much fun. Yeah, me and Andy shared and it was it was forty quid each a day. What? Yeah. For all day on the ice. Nice. And there was like three different tracks and they were massive tracks. What? Yeah, that place is huge. And it's all on a frozen lake. Like this is not to be deep enough. So this is the downside to ice driving: is that if you've got a specific date that you want to go, this is only a uh, you know a time window where there's enough ice on the lake. Yeah. And sometimes early period there might not be enough ice, so you could actually Uh, get there and find that it's not deep enough and you can't run in it, or it's deep enough but then it's rained. Yeah, and it's all frozen. So it's all like rough on the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or slushy. Yeah. 
Um, well, it looked pretty prime when you were there. But yeah, it was prime. It was mega. We went to Subaru Driver Club Norway because yeah. we got, got know, to know some of those guys and they were awesome. You yeah, know, they were cool. really welcoming. They thought we were absolutely mental. <laughs> really? <laughs> English people to come over to, to Norway with a real drive car. And an E30 as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah well, I was going to say, well, how did the E30 do? Was it all right? Oh, it, was, it was mega. Really? Yeah. So the, the kid who had built that car had it slightly built up for drift, so it had extra lock oh, well. so perfect. you can literally sit on lock yeah. on the throttle um, and, and you're all out there together okay so you can have like 15 20 cars out on the ice together so you end up That's like passing funny. people sideways oh, and, like, God. Or, or you'll be trying to pass someone sideways and then the subaru rally car goes like <laughs> between the two of you um, and there was guys like using like ferrari ffs and porsche yeah, 911 turbos the, um, yeah. the, the norwegian police there were doing their like they do like an annual skills that you know skills yeah, yeah, weekend yeah. so cool. they had like the M bmw fx5 <coughs> police cars and stuff Man, what would we do it in the xc mate i mean the xc would be pretty <laughs> rad the volvo yeah exactly well the brown one you don't need any power there was like um an old diesel there. swapped galant there Really? Yeah, it was just like pouring out coal <laughs> sideways. And an old Merc as well, Merc diesel. Oh, yeah, that would be a fucking um, vibe. An old like C class or yeah. something. Yeah, or done a my, 7 series. That'd be mental. I've done my fair share of, of like driving holidays, and, and that that was the best. Yeah. Was it? It looked yeah, amazing, yeah. honestly. Like yeah. watching the clips of that, I just thought that's fucking amazing. Yeah, man. Like, when do you ever get to drive? It's, it's like exciting but chilled at the same time. Yeah. Whereas if you go to like somewhere like the Nurburgring, it's a bit hectic. Yeah. Lap in the Nurburgring is, is nerve wracking. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm sh yeah, I've, I'll be I'll be scared to drive hard around the Nurburgring, and I've never done it. But I, I've done four laps around the Nurburgring, and I shit myself around the whole. <laughs> <of my>, uh, <laughs> I shit myself on my first lap. Got a little bit more comfortable on the second lap, and on the third lap, I came at you know the fucking barrier toll booth thing at the start. Got overconfident. No, I was I was in my old uh, CLK, mm. my my two thirty compressor, mm. um, and, uh, <laughs> and there was a guy in an E forty six M three, and he'd come out just before me on English plates, and I assume this was his first lap because I stayed with him for probably the first third of the lap and yeah. I was just like I said to my missus at the time I was just like we're fucking keeping up with this three. Oh, that's it I'm the fucking ringmeister mate I know what I'm doing around here anyway so you know the bit I can't remember what it's called but you know the bit where it's sort of it's about halfway through the lap I think and you sort of go around a right hand corner and it's sort of downhill a little bit and then there's like a building and it goes left left and then up and then right right so do you know the bit have I described it well <laughs> at all <coughs> and I came around there and suddenly it was raining. <laughs> Just, and it, was, it had been perfect weather before then. And I got this fucking Mercedes fully crossed up. And I shit myself. Welcome was, to green hell. It was my only car. <laughs> it was the only way of getting us home again. Like, do you know what I mean? And it was a fucking automatic Mercedes. Yeah. It wasn't a fucking track car or anything. No. And, uh, Sketchy. Yeah, so that was halfway through my third lap. And then I calmed down a little bit after The that. worst thing I had happen on a driving holiday was driving in a Civic EG with a B18 swap all the way to the nerve. Oh, yeah. God. Doing half a lap and the clutch went. Oh, you're oh, joking. Yeah. Oh. I imagine just getting there was quite genius. So I think I, I drove it back off the track in, in fourth gear, like, because oh. I couldn't obviously put it in any other gear. Yeah, that's awful. And I wasn't going to stop on the track because I wasn't paying the price to get <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. Fuck that. But I still, I still had to pay to get from the car park to Bongard. The really? Recovery really? Yeah, yeah. Damn it. 
Jesus. What an awful experience. They wouldn't let us tow it from the car park. Really? Bastards. That's mental. They cream money out of everyone, don't they? Yeah. It is a dangerous place, though. Yeah, you see, well, I mean, I've never been, but from what I've seen on YouTube, lots of shit goes down there. I, I, oh, I, like, I don't know what it's like now, but even 10 years ago, it was quite bad. I bet, I bet it was probably worse 10 years ago because people were a bit more, I don't know, I suppose cars have got a lot faster, haven't they? Cars are a lot faster now than, we, than even when we were like. Yeah. I, I think it's mental that you can, like, when, when we started driving, all I could afford was a bloody SJ. Suzuki yeah. SJ yeah. one litre to insure, and that <laughs> yeah, was that was more to insure than the car. Yeah, 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 same yeah. Here. My car And now you can go weird. out and grab a Fiesta ST on finance. Yeah, or an Audi S3 or something. Yeah, and something you know, mental. Again, you know, we've said earlier, like we used to think, like 130 brake, 150 brake was that was, was a reasonable fast. amount of power. Two hundred was like, quick little hot 200 was like oh. yeah. Two hundred was like mega. Two hundred yeah. was like oh shit, this guy's got fucking two hundred brake, and it's got two hundred brake. It's like your TDI's got two hundred. Yeah, yeah. Literally, it's mad, isn't it? My, my, my nephew, he's, uh, well, he's 19 next week, actually, but he passed his test about a year ago, and he doesn't have a car. He doesn't own a car because he's at uni and blah, blah, blah. He's not interested. But he just drives around in my sister's 17-plate Leon, like little fucking one point. For turbo, whatever it is, mm. that's that's got, that's like, got 150 horsepower. Yeah, that's 150 horsepower. I'm just like, you fucking don't know. Right with two you, yeah. back in the day with 211 yeah. horsepower, or whatever. You yeah. was fast. You will never know the simple pleasures oh. of, 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 of taking a diesel <laughs> Rover 200 to the red line in fifth. Or bolting on a back box thinking you're getting another 10 horsepower. Yeah. <laughs> and in reality, you're probably losing five. Yeah, we oh. had lads like putting like oh sixteen hundred top ends on a fourteen hundred. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're going down to Santa Pod for the weekend for like USC. Thinking you're and a bad doing, trying to do like fifteens down the court, <laughs> and then taking the back seats out to try and yeah, save a bit of weight. Your time. mate's not coming with you this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going for the one. Yeah, for the one. You're gonna have to stay behind. Yeah. I'm taking the spare wheel. Making out, a ten-second car, <laughs> and, I, and I've got no fuel, so I'm going to be faster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, like cars are stupid. Oh, it's, it's it's horrible actually to think that I had to grow up in that period of max power and and those sort of shows like Western Wheels. And yeah, I remember. Going. I think it's I think it's actually a really a really good time to grow up around cars because it wasn't like every a lot every, of things were cheap. Everything was cheap, and things that were like accessible was everywhere. So you could jump into like a rover in your instance or in your instance like an old alpha or something yeah. or even get an old scooby once you were yeah. like 22 yeah. or something because you can afford the insurance so it's quite exciting like leveling up yeah like, as yeah. you go oh, i've got two years no claims i'll get something a bit more yeah. but it's now you can just jump into a fucking 300 horsepower car seems that way doesn't it yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's mad yeah. and it's like there's no, there's no like leveling up period where you're just like man I've, I've worked so hard for the last five years modding my car and powering up and not yeah. having a crash now I'm going to afford something with 200 horsepower I'm the fucking king I remember chatting to my mates at school and thinking you know I, my, my, my aim for a car was like a 306D turbo oh mate yeah. me too yeah. <laughs> and then I wanted a 306 GTI 6 and I was like I really want to get one of those cars didn't get one I ended up with a 106 GTI rad car but yeah, it's like aspirational, wasn't it? To yeah, try and like yeah. get something a little bit better. I Were remember you... there was a, I, had an, I had an Alpha 33 at the time, my four-wheel drive one. That that red one? The white one, the oh, P4. Oh, yeah, was... I remember the 155 Slimmy you did yeah. pictures of with George yeah. Wright Starlet as well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That, that P4, I remember I was around Sirencester one evening. God, and this 306D Turbo come up behind me, <laughs> like a red one, standard red. Yeah, know, yeah. With the black bits <laughs> on Cherry it. Cherry Rebel Cyclones. And it... <laughs> 
absolutely pissed past me and disappeared into the distance, and, like, and I just couldn't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> and I stopped, uh, you know, usually stopped by McDonald's there of an evening yeah. back in the day. Greasy like, I was like, what is mm. it? What the fuck have you done to that? And he was like, I oh, just up the fuel and put an impressive <laughs> turbo on. Yeah, really? yeah. I was like, mate, that is yeah, sick. Weird, <laughs> yeah, yeah, those were the days. Screwdriver mod in a fucking TDO four. And now it's all pop and bang, man. Oh, and hate stage it. fifty. I, I, I just want <laughs> literally, yeah. What stage forty? I, I, now? I genuinely believe that the worst drivers on the road now are anyone driving, any young person. And when I say young person, I mean. Uh, 25 or younger, I'd say, driving a premium hot hatch. Yeah, mm. it's not. It's not. <coughs> They're all fucking idiots. Yeah, it's not cool. They're all fucking idiots. They can't drive. I'm surprised we haven't heard cars driving past with the pop crash. Oh, we heard one earlier when we went outside, didn't we? Yeah. Horrible fucking front wheel drive one series. I just want to be like, fuck you, you stupid mods, man. Like you don't understand like what it used to be like. And I, obviously, we're from a generation where. We didn't grow up with fucking remaps and shit because no. we were just fucking you know buying cheap shit. We cars. can't afford cars that could be remapped. No, <laughs> no. Most of the time we weren't even getting turbocharged cars. If, yeah, I mean, yeah, if right, a car was yeah. OBD two compliant, it'd be like, oh, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, yeah. And it's got a CD player. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> a code read my car. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, but you see it like you, you are right. People driving hot hatches that are like two hundred horsepower, like a Focus ST that's been mapped. The cop. Pop, crackle, bang, map. Wait, that's two that's been mapped as 300 horsepower, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, even like a course of VXI as well, 300 horsepower. Like, yeah. what is going on in the world? And then these people don't even know what they've got. They don't even appreciate what they're yeah, driving. Yeah. And they're driving like cunts, excuse my language. And these pop, crackle, and bang maps, I don't even know if I'm describing that right. What are they called? Pop, bang maps? Pop and bang maps. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're describing Rice Krispies. <laughs> yeah, the Rice Krispie maps that people put in these cars. It's fucking ridiculous. And these people are driving around, right? There was one the other day, he was booting up in second gear, letting it rev down and on the over, blah, 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 blah. and I was just going, mate, you don't even know what you're doing. One, you sound like a complete knobhead. Two, you're probably blowing up your turbo bit by bit every time you do that because it's unburnt fuel in the exhaust system. And he's just there going, I'm the coolest man in the world. I'm just like, no, mm. stop it. I can appreciate it when it's like... Um, An Aston it, Martin. Yeah, or like that. Yeah, if you saw the S15 that we had for sale recently, yeah, that, yeah. that was owned by a local lad called Brody. It was in his early twenties, and he was running like 600 horsepower what? in his car. What? Wow! And, and that flamed. Yeah, uh, that's, that's genuine flames. flames. But that, but that, oh, fine. that flames were required. Yes. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 and it's yeah, proportionate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm, like it, mm. it fits. It's relative. Yeah. What was the spec of that? Was that? So they're at RB tw- RB25. Oh, right, yeah. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and obviously RB25s make good power. Mm. I think I think from memory, RB25s are around like the 450, 500 mark without having to touch internals. Yeah, that's pretty decent. I remember when Andy took me around Bont in his shitty old fucking mm. R33. R33. That was fast. Fuck about car. <laughs> that was fast. I <laughs> shit myself. So did like, I. I'm not a great passenger at the best of times. And, uh, Obviously, Andy can pedal pretty well. He can, yeah. And he knows that place like the back of his hand. And That car was rough. Coming down the back of the hill towards the mm. um, ruins, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, I was... Because he was, he was going full boost downhill. This fucking lane is probably no wider than this table is long. It's skyline width, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's exactly <laughs> R33 skyline width. And he was on full boost... 
With a going, going downhill towards this fucking chicane. Oh my god. And I was just like, at that point, I genuinely, I had just closed my eyes. Yeah. I was just like, right, that's it. I'm, I had, I'm along know, for the ride. I had the identical experience in that car with Andy. Right. Yeah. Coming down that bit, and it goes downhill, and it's a slight like, left-hand bend, isn't there? And it goes downhill <laughs> yeah. again to the hairpin, before it gets into <coughs> that bit before ruins. And he was full pelt down there, and then as he went round that corner, you just get a sense of weight shift, and you feel like... Uh, holy fuck! This car's gonna this this car's gonna fall off the road. Like the weight shifting over to one side, but obviously Andy knows what he's doing. But yeah. as a passenger, a sketchy passenger, and the whole time you've got that whole fucking horrible sheet metal yeah. riveted fucking sunroof yeah. panel wobbling away. <laughs> if my head is this, it's gonna fucking hurt. And then the runoff is like, well, it's fucking boulders and rocks and all sorts of danger, isn't there? Like, but Andy knows what he's doing, but sketchy as fuck. It was great. I enjoyed it. That place was so cool. Yeah, how still go there? We do. We. we... Yeah, we do. Um, with the current economy, it's been quiet. So yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, we're just trying to focus on other stuff at the moment. Yeah. Hence, hence more car sales, and selling model cars, and working for auction houses. And yeah, I just, I just try and like if if stuff gets quiet, I still try and do things that I enjoy doing, and that is of course usually car related. Yeah. Um, I'd really struggle to go and do a normal job now, I think. Yeah, I can't if, imagine if you doing anything. If you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I can't no. actually. Or <laughs> working for if, someone else on a permanent me, yeah. basis. Yeah. If you know? somebody told me that Ross has got a job in an office or he's got a job that isn't an automobile <laughs> related, I'd be like, you're fucking joking. Yeah. Is it, I need to ring him up, make sure he's all right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> on the note of young drivers, actually, it's interesting in the last auction we had at Richard Edmonds Auctions, there was a couple of families looking for classics for young lads really yeah because they're quite cheap to insure easy to maintain yeah yeah not particularly safe but they are quite slow yeah yeah um so i think one had a a standard 12 which is like a pre-war car what and the other one had a morris minor probably you're joking love that mate morris minor would be a pretty so fucking rad first you, yeah. you sort of worry that like the enthusiasm for cars is dying out but you I see that's quite inspiring yeah 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 to be fair, if 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 I was a young lad and mate, girls are gonna like that. Like, oh, yeah, sure, as long as you're not yeah. breaking down. Yeah, look at um, uh, uh, Ferris Bueller, like and things like that. Like he used to drive around in a classic car, his dad's classic car. He no, got all well, the girls no, in that. No, 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 no. <laughs> yes. No, no. He stole his best mate's dad's two fifty GT California. <laughs> yeah. It's not the same as buying a Morris mine of your first car. <laughs> No, okay, but it was a classic car. <coughs> girls, yeah, girls, girls, right, I'll tell you something about girls. They don't know if it's a Ferrari or a fucking oh. Austin. Why <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Wood? Peggy, yeah. I'm sorry, but... I'm pretty sure... Well, I, I know what you're saying. I think for the, for the, the right type of girl, you're right, they, yeah. they'd find that a fucking vibe. I think classic cars for young people is quite cool. When you see young people driving, like, classic cars, I do think, oh, I'm envious of that, that's, that's rad. Yeah, even it, people our age. In some ways, I'm gutted. So I bought my mini when I was 16 to be my first car, mm. and it failed the MOT a week before my 17th birthday because the rear subframe was fucked, and and so I didn't actually bother getting it on the road till I was like 20, 21 maybe. I don't know how you can keep a car that long. Man, I've still got it. <laughs> yeah, I know. 17 years I've had that wow. fucking thing. Well, you never get rid of it, will you? <coughs> no. That and the brown Volvo will, will never go. But anyway. In some ways, I'm really glad that I didn't have that as my first car because I basically you would have you would have written it off. I, no, I don't know about that. I reckon you would have. You had multiple crashes. Have you written any cars off? 
Yes, I wrote a car off last year. That was pretty bad. <laughs> that was pretty but bad. Back <laughs> in the day when you were young. I know, I, I, I never, I'd never had a bad crash. You had kid. some pretty bad crashes. I had one. You crashed into that bollard, that was sketchy as fuck. You oh, like, came I, off the road at way too fast and luckily yeah, that was bad. That was, that was, I mean, yeah, but that was fine. But I, if you've done it on the mini, that mini, that mini's written off. But I suppose that no, but I wouldn't have done it in the mini because it wouldn't have been able to go as that fast. Yeah, I still reckon you would have got into some trouble with it. Because we all got into trouble in cars when we were that age, driving like dickheads. Yeah, but that's what I mean. My mini would have, I would have been able to drive it like a dickhead everywhere. Yeah, that's true. Flat out. And, yeah, flat out. And yeah. Probably still been, maybe not quite within the speed limit, but certainly at like a safe speed. That's true. I remember doing 60 plus through the BP roundabout. <laughs> at, at <Marmsbury. laughs> really? yeah. And going through like five or six times doing like an extra five on an hour. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And now I think, how did I have the ball? What yeah. was that in? That must have been in that, that 33p4. Really? Yeah, yeah. Jesus. I remember driving down the B4040, and I, you and your red CRX, I think, and I was in one of my Golf 1.8 turbos, and we were li- I literally come up behind you, and you were fucking going for it, and I was like, I didn't know it was you at the time. Okay. And then I thought it, I went to overtake you, and you were like fucking wringing this thing's <laughs> neck. I was just like, nudging it past. A little 1600. Yeah, I think it's fast. And then I was like oh, nudging it past you, and then I think you messaged me the same night. It was like, was that you with that golf? And I was like, yeah. And you, you were, yeah, we had a chat about it. But like, I was side by side for you, with you for about 150 meters yeah. before it passed I, you. I, no I, I struggled to understand the balls that we used to have. Yeah, it's 100%. Like, we used to bad, isn't it? used to meet down like Sunday night. Used to meet down Station Yard, and sometimes it would be like 10, 12, 14 cars, and we had a route. That ran out like to Sherston and out towards Chippenham yeah. and back round, and That's we a would good be there. Yeah. absolutely bumper to the bumper, twelve to fifteen cars. Yeah. Jesus! But it was always one numpty that was like, oh, "I'm going to start at the back." Oh, and, and try and, and finish at the front, yeah. and that's what killed it yeah. off. You know? Yeah, it's th- things you you wouldn't even like actually thinking about some of the things. As an do adult, makes... as a fully grown yeah, adult, yeah. like, no, it I've makes... got a kid. Yeah. Life. yeah. <laughs> I feel a bit like uneasy when I think back at some yeah, of the things I do you used to well. do. Yeah, like, yeah. And I guess that's why, like, as I've got older, I'm more of an advocate of, like, just get your car on track. On track, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. 100%. A Sport UK event or whatever. I was, I was talking to a, a guy at work last week. Um, we went out for a works, like, night out. And, uh, I was talking to I was talking to my boss about drifting and stuff, and he was like, "Oh yeah, the the guy does um, Cascoom, is it Saloon Car Hot Hatch Championship? Hot yeah. Hatch Championship." And he was like, "Yeah, I'd like to have a go at drifting. Like, I've never really tried that." But so we were talking about that. Anyway, later on the night, um, this kiddie who's I think he's an apprentice comes up to me. He's like, "Oh yeah, you into your drifting, are you?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." And he's like, "Oh yeah, me and my mates love all that shit, mate. We're always down fucking down Tesco at night." Yeah, like, and I'm like, I'm like. It's not the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, do not tar me with your brush. Yeah. It's not the fucking same thing. Yeah, I am not who you think I am. <laughs> 15 years ago, maybe. <laughs> but not now. Yeah. I've got standards. And like, you see it all the time, not just drift. But there's always people you see on the road at least once a day driving like a dickhead. Whether it's like somebody in a Civic Type R revving up to the revving it up to the car front and braking, slowing down, revving it up again, or somebody just driving driving fast. I feel like you don't see that as much as you used to. And and you don't see as many buoyed up no. buoyed up. Boy, yeah. you, know I mean? it's, it's you pe- don't see many of those sorts of cars about. No, you don't. It's people in like cars that are more powerful than they can handle, driving like dickheads and you That's think, certainly more regular, isn't it? Yeah, and you think that's that's 
because the so power it's just is more so accessible to available, yeah, yeah. and that that winds me up a little bit because I think these people are going to have an accident, and it's a matter of time. Like we've all been there where we've driven. And you cars probably don't like see that. that. You, you know, you see that a lot on track as well. Yeah, yeah I was going to say action days is good for that. <laughs> yeah, we stopped that. doing action days. Yeah. yeah, yeah, don't do that. Bad, bad news. I did. I, well, I told you, I did. I did a session in. Uh, that was when you came with us as well. I did the session of the MX5. Was that yeah. last year? No, it would have been yeah, the year before last. Yeah, yeah, 2020, yeah, 2021. Yeah, that was um, that was quite good actually because it was raining on an awful day, and I think a lot of the people that would have been twat mm. got nervous and didn't bother mm. going out. And so the session that I went out was it was one of the last ones of the day. It was quite late, and uh, it, I don't even think the session was full, and the the track was a bit damp-ish like not there weren't puddles but it was just a little bit you know wasn't quite completely dry and that was great I think I only saw about three cars the whole session nice I, was, I just they let me out at the right time yeah. for how fast my car was just complete luck of the draw yeah but yeah I think I got overtaken a couple of times and I overtook a couple of cars and that was it and that's fine but yeah all these mate speaking of track days and sketchy drivers let's just quickly touch on like red letter days and act like experiences <laughs> ross used to work briefly for uh, let's not mention any names yes yeah a, i work for a company, a company that's quite popular in in providing both supercars and movie cars shall we say yeah okay <laughs> And you know, don't get me wrong, we all you know, we all mistake make mistakes in business and then we all try and make improvements. But um yeah, I worked for them for a period of time and it was reasonable money. It was like hundred and twenty quid a day. What are you doing? Is it like, as an instructor or as an instructor, okay. yeah. Um which is 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 hell, frankly. I was going to say, um, yeah, like, because people who do red ladder days aren't necessarily true petrol heads. No. They might like cars. Um, and I would say, you know, a large quantity of them have never driven on track or in a large yeah, open yeah. space before, which is where you are. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was very interesting. Uh, actually, the kids were the best. Yeah. Really? Because they listened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess they, they again, they wanted to be there because they were into cars. Yeah. 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 So that was, uh, and, and the reason I stopped was because of the, the safety yeah. involved. Really? Yeah, yeah. I can see why, because like. As somebody that's into cars, going to that, I I didn't go into it with any expectation of it to be a good day because mm. I knew what these things like. The cars that they drive, they just rinse them around track. They probably get service, I don't know, once a month. Brakes get checked every now and then. They're just designed to be rinsed around. The track. brakes get checked when they run out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, uh, part, part of one of the cars I drove, they were basically run out, right? So... I went into it with the, like the expectation of these cars are going to be hanging, although it would be cool to drive a Ferrari, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to have a go, sort of thing. And I went with my stepbrother and my stepdad, and they were buzzing about it, and they, they freaking loved the day. And as I came away for the day being like, that kind of sucked a little bit, but thank you for the experience if you're listening. <laughs> but the, I drove a Ferrari, I think it was a, I want to say it was like an old 355 or no, something. I, I don't know what it was. It was really old. can't remember now. With gated gear steering. Well, am I in a three five five? Yeah, left yeah. hooker or right hooker. I, I can't remember. But um, anyway, the, the instructor that came with me obviously had his own set of pedals, his own freaking idea of what I should do, telling mm. me when to change gear. So he told me to change gear around four thousand RPM, which was fuck all on this thing. Yeah. So I was consistently revving it higher 
right? Going like, fuck you, I'm going to get my money's worth and I'm taking this thing high in the rev range, right? Sort of thing. If I did that, you'd be putting the brakes on. You're saying you can't do that, you damage the car. You damage the car, you can't do that. You can't take it high on that, you damage the car. And the brakes, basically, the, the, the discs were so warped that, uh, well, they were just so freaking warped that every time you put your foot on the brake, your brain felt like you were going to get concussion because yeah, you're yeah. smacking against your skull. So it was not safe. The steering mm. rack was loose, like not particularly stable. Uh, awful. And it was just an awful experience to the point where, like, I said this on the last podcast about the Porsche that was on the same day. I came away from it going, that, that has completely ruined my like opinion of Ferraris, even though I knew that that wasn't a good example. But yeah. it just shows you that these companies are just literally money-making bastards. I think I think there's certainly that that lower end of that that industry yeah. is what we're talking about now but there are some really good experience stuff oh, like yeah. Pedley's Pedley, Pedley, yeah. yeah. talked about Palmer Sport a few times yeah that's yeah, really you can good. get some really good rally school days yeah, yeah. Um, you know you can go to the Nürburgring and hire a car mm. and have, yeah. have you know <coughs> you know the guys that I work for out there RSR you know they've got like oh, yeah, 50 cars to choose from 50? yeah did, so, did you drive uh, some GT3s around there? I, we we had GT3s and GT3 RSs. Could you imagine renting Whoa. them? Out? So we had to just had you know had to drive them from start to the Nurburgring <laughs> start sometimes. So. Oh mate, was, that, was like, that just the fucking dream or what? Yeah, I, I think when I worked when I was there, I worked out what I was being paid an hour, and, and then in motorsport you do a lot of hours. Yeah. And I think I worked out that I was being paid like two pound seventy six an hour. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! But the experience of being out at the Nurburgring and Spa and, and working there on some cool cool cars and meeting cool people I mean, was an experience driving. that I will never regret. Yeah. But in terms of earning money and paying bills, yeah. Yeah, it was it's no not good. Work out, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, we used to like have to get to Spa from the Nurburgring for eight o'clock track day start. You know, for briefing. Yeah. So we'd have to leave Nurburgring first thing in the morning when the roads were empty. Amazing. Oh, awesome. And there was like a record. Know, like an unsaid record within like the working family as to who could get between the Nurburgring and Spa <laughs> fastest you know that sounds amazing so I think the record at the time was like in, in, in the R35 GTR which had sort of just been released in the past couple of years and I think I, I beat it by like seven minutes in the GTR really yeah. Jesus um, and I, I got told off by the boss because I arrived at Spa and I'd hit a little starling bird no no it's on the about 120 mile an hour <laughs> <laughs> and in Germany you got steel plates and it had, it had dented through the steel plate and it bed itself in the front rating of the GT3 Fuck. so my first job when I arrived at Spa was having to fish out a bloody dead bird oh god <laughs> out of the front of a GT3 <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Um, so yeah, it was great to experience because I was in my early twenties then. So yeah, it was amazing. great to experience some cars that I'm not probably never going to be able to afford yeah. even now. You know. Yeah. Well, we're talking um, about like hundred thousand plus cars. Yeah, like you know, four five eight Speciale. Oh, and really? Integrale and three hundred eight GTB. Oh. And, yeah, some really cool kit. I fucking um, even like like Megane R twenty six R. Yeah, you can see those. Yeah, they they were. That was a cool know. car. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that sounds amazing. I, there's a few. There's a few. There's a, well, no, there's not a few. There's a lot of cars on my on my bucket list of cars I need to drive at some point, and a Porsche GT series car of oh my God. any shape. I don't really care. That that I I didn't like Porsches. Hmm. 
and then when I got to drive drive those, it changed my view on them completely. Because really? I was, I think you guys have said this. It was the to me the nine eleven was like the car you buy if you're not that really into cars. Yeah, you yeah, a yeah. Sports car. Um, yeah, and then I drove the GT3 and the GT3 RSs, and I was like, ah, <laughs> that's what it's all about. Yes, now yeah. this is a car. If, yeah. it, I, a nine nine seven GT3 RS oh would, would, would oh, be yeah. the one for yeah, me. Right. That, yeah. that that would be. I really want to have a go on one of those. On a track, ideally. Yeah. A track that I know, yeah. and I don't know that many tracks, I'm basically saying cool. <laughs> They're absolutely lush, isn't they? A really good driver gave me um, a couple of passenger laps around the ring um, in the 4-litre. Oh, yeah. The limited edition. Yeah, the 997 4-litre. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. God, they lush. Yeah. They're, they're just weapons, they? They hold their money so well. well I, yeah. I remember um, I did a track day at Goodwood once. Might have even been the same same day that this these old guys in the 944 were at but there was a guy the 991 gt3 was it the gt3 or the rs might be the uh, anyway a 991 gt3 or rs had just been released it'd been out for like a couple of months if that and there's this guy there with a red yeah no it's just the standard gt3 it wasn't the rs the rs hadn't come out yet um because I think in the 991, the GC3 was manual and the RS was paddle only or something. But there's a weird... The the 991 was the first after the 997, wasn't it? Yes. That was, yeah. um, it was auto, not auto, but it was paddle, paddle only. Yeah. And then they decided they were, I think they were going to re- release it as an off the option on the 991.2 or something. Something like that. Anyway. And I was like, why? Why would you do that to a GT3 RS? <laughs> but the, the gearbox on the GT3 RS manual is, is amazing. Is it? Yeah, it's just like, it feels so good. Yeah. Know? It's notchy, but mm. precise. Yeah, yeah, you know? oh, love that. And I was like, why would you take that feeling away? <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the joy of driving. Yeah, so, yeah. Anyway, so this dude had a just released, he's, he had one of the first in the country, 993, uh, whatever it was, 991 uh, GT3. I think it was just a standard GT3 in red. Gorgeous car, and it had, uh, he'd had it for about th- three months, I think, four months, and he bought it to do track days in. That was it, and so he'd done. I think it it had three thousand miles on it. Wow! And all of that was either driving two track days or on track, and uh, so this thing had been ragged to fuck since day one. <laughs> he was lapping all day. Really, he was the fastest. That he was the fastest there by a mile. Him and a R35 GTR, they were the two standouts of the day. And they were kind of getting into a few dogfights and stuff. They knew what they were doing, so it was, it was cool to watch. And I was talking to him at, at the lunchtime, and he was like, oh, yeah, I had to take him back to the dealership for his first service you know, a couple of days ago. Obviously, they advised, I don't know what the service intervals on an RS is, but I would imagine it's maybe 6,000 miles. Or he was like, look, if you're going to be tracking it, it needs to be every... 3,000 miles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so he took it back for his first service to the dealer, and he was saying he bought it for 130 grand. They'd offered to buy it off him at his first service for 160. Mm. Even after it had only lived on track and been ragged to an inch of its life, they were just wow. like, we, 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 need, we can't buy them fast enough. Like, yeah, I think, really? I think the thing is with the GT3 and the RS and those sort of cars is they are built and designed for to do that. that reason. Yeah, so yeah. they will have, you know, a dealer's quite happy if you're smashing it around the track. And I think they even still cover it on warranty. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's designed for it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Bulletproof, yeah. basically, yeah. for that reason. So yeah, red letter days. Yeah, not, not safe. Uh, not in my eyes. So I, I, look, I haven't done any since I've I've worked with these this particular company. Um, 
there, they, you know, for some examples, one event I went to, there was an R35 GTR they were using. Um, bearing in mind that as an instructor, you are responsible for that car. So if it has an incident, you can be liable for the damages. Oh, fuck. Jesus. But they're letting you out in dangerous cars. So <laughs> yeah. There was an R35 GTR, and we were at a venue where it was like proper road with curbs and stuff. Right. And there were thread showing on the tyres. Oh, R35. God. Jesus. Um, and also they had a Supra. Yeah. And was the, it orange by chance? It might have been no orange. <laughs> and the the seat belt You're right. was not like you'd expect a super seat belt to be. Yeah. It was tied to the back of the What? The back of the seat. To to the back of the seat. Oh my god. Oh god. Yeah. Well I drove an R thirty five on one of those red letter days. And the instructor was actually a really sound guy and he owned an R35 himself. So I was like, okay, cool. So you know all about the car, blah, blah, blah. So we got chatting about the car. Immediately on, start a gearbox fault on the dashboard. Service gearbox, gearbox fault, blah, blah, blah. So fair enough. As long as it fucking works, I don't care. I'm only going to be driving around. <laughs> Not my car. Not my car, yeah. <laughs> I'm only going to be driving around the track twice. Um, but as we were driving, it clearly had some sort of boosting problem. It didn't boost properly. So it would boost, then it would die off, boost again, it would have some leak or something. It wasn't boosting effectively. And it wasn't wasn't very fast mm. as a result. That's the general consensus I got, was that if it would still run and drive, they'd still use yeah. it. And I said to the bloke, I said, this is... I said, to, I turned to him and said, this is fucked. Like, the, the, this car I'm fucked. no mechanic, but this car <laughs> is not healthy. I was like... This is not... This Have you micro-swapped this GTR? <laughs> yeah, what's happened? I said, it's probably like on two-third power. It's boost leaking all over the place and there's a gearbox fault. So it kept like dropping out of gear and tried to change yeah. gear when I wasn't decelerating because it was a manual, uh, automatic. And he said, his like, go-to line was, no, it's serviced properly and it's absolutely fine. Yeah. Right? By the end of it, he was so sick of me saying to him, it's fucked. He turned to me and went, look, mate, I know what you're saying. I've got one myself and this ain't like mine. Like, <laughs> like he was just like, he couldn't, he couldn't hide it anymore. You know what I mean? Because it was like, you, you could blag probably 99% of the people that go on those days because they don't Absolutely. know what these yeah, cars yeah. are. And then somebody comes and challenges yeah, you and yeah. they're talking about it. It's like, and, 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 you know, the guys that work for these days, like, that you know they're awesome guys they have to deal with hundreds of people every day in the car that they're a passenger in yeah um you know big kudos for them for still doing it absolutely um, it's a good yeah. little learner if you're like a racing driver that's trying to yeah. make your way or you're looking to improve your instruction skills or whatever yeah good for the cv but just be careful I, yeah. I, I, as I a customer and as a as a member of staff yeah absolutely i did i did one of those days once when i was 18 and uh Again, it was a birthday present, and again, I went in with a pretty open mind. I was like, look, this is not going to be how most people picture it. I'm not going to be suddenly smashing like records around fucking Bronson Corp <laughs> and this 911 or whatever. Yeah. I was like, but, you know, if I get to drive these cars for a bit and, you know, feel a bit of power and, you know, chuck them out of it, then that's all I need. That's, that's fine. And so I did one where you drove an Elise, uh, Bug Eye, Scooby... Just standard WRX, not an STI. That was really disappointing, actually. It was a bit haggard, and it didn't feel fast at all. Um, and it just felt a bit wallowy. I, I, it must have been knackered, because it really didn't feel good. The Elise was quite cool, actually. Little uh, K-Series Elise, yeah, S2 Elise, mm, uh, 160. Lovely. That was nice. Um, 
996, just a standard Carrera 2, which I was really impressed by. That was really cool. Um, but again, like, you had like two laps in each one mm. of them. And uh, and the instructor, but the most disappointing was a fucking interesting. So it was a three five five, which is one of my dreams. It is for me as well. I just I love it so much. And I recently I was eighteen and oh I might be nineteen actually. No, I was a bit older, but I think I was nineteen. And I'd recently got rid of my TVR, and they wouldn't let me rev this fucking three five five. TVR is almost as quick as the three five five, isn't it? Well, that's what I mean. A TVR, a healthy Chimera. Would shit all over a three five five. He's really revving it to fucking four and a half thousand yeah. RPM. Yeah. Fucking pissed all over it all day long. Yeah. So I was driving this fucking thing, and I was like, I can't listen to it because I'm not allowed to take it past four and a half. Mm. I was really, like, really, the, the interior was fucking hanging. hanging. It was really bad. The brakes again were completely warped. The yeah. guy wouldn't let me rev it out, and I was just like, oh, I'm fucking fuming about this. Yeah, it was not good experience, is it? My dad's friend had a 355 when I was like early teens. Really? And um, he blew the engine on it twice, I think. Really? He put it in a ditch. uh, (laughs) One of the three, you know, the five spoke 355. Yeah, the great looking wheels. It had a hairline crack on it, so he gave it to me. So I had it in my my bedroom for years. I fucking love that thing. Oh, you still got that? No. I've said everything. What are you on about? Of course I don't. (laughs) 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 Broke it for parts. (laughs) I. I love that car. I love. I that love car. a three. It's a beautiful car. Beautiful car. Like, I have to be a coupe manual. Yeah, 100%. red. We were talking about this on another podcast, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Favorite cars. Yeah. Yeah, there's not. Yeah, I can't actually think of that many cars that I think I'd really like to drive that I haven't already driven. I can think of loads. But yeah, I, mean, I haven't driven many cars. You've got way more. I'm sure there are some, but. But there's also there's always those cars, isn't there, that you think I really want to drive that, then actually you get yeah. it's really disappointed. Don't meet your heroes. I don't want to drive one of those. I don't think I've ever really come across one, to be honest with you. People say that the E30 M3 is a big disappointment, but I wasn't disappointed. But, by really? It. Uh, I, 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 I always find that weird when people say it's disappointing. It's like, what are you? What are they expecting? Yeah, what It's like a freaking yeah. old... It's not, you know, they're not that yeah, fast, are they? they? They're just... Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, they're not going to be fast. 200, 200 brake. I think it's... It's nostalgia. It's like that freaking. And that's a lot, there's a lot for me these days. It's like uh, you know the homologation specials are yeah. the ones for me. Mm-hmm. You know the Impressors and the E30 M3s. And... I'd quite like to drive some like early Skylines. So like. I'd love to drive like an R30 or an R31 yeah, or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just to go and, like an R31. But then it wouldn't be as nice as a R32, would no, it? No, I know. So... I mean, the R32 is like the beefed up R30. The R30 and R31 were like. Not a scratch on the R32. The R32 was like a beefy fucking car. It was the R30. Yeah. The R30, the R30, I think, was. I can't remember, but. The, the, the R30 and the R31 were designed by different people, and the, the person that designed the R31 got sick. So then he told somebody else to design the R30. <laughs> no, the R30 guy got sick. So then he told somebody in the design team at Nissan to design the R31, so he did. And then he felt like it was shit, and it was. <laughs> so then he went away and went to the drawing board and designed the R32. It came out of that and it was like, as a, an apology to the guy that designed the R30. So like, <laughs> I fucked up the R31, but here you go. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I, I think, I can think of, I can probably think of more examples of cars that have impressed me rather than cars that have disappointed me, I think. I think the, R, the R34 GTR, I wasn't, I don't. I, I wanted to be really impressed by it. Yeah. But I wasn't that impressed, but I was like, it, 
it's no real difference to my R32, it was just more refined. Yeah, yeah. And because of all of the shouting about them, I just thought, yeah. oh, it's got to be super amazing. Mm. Yeah. I think that people love them just because of the aggressive styling on them. You know, they're large, big, powerful cars. And I, the don't other think, thing is I don't even think they look that good. Like, they look fine. I, but... think, I think in that kind of era, they look badass. At the time of release and things like that, they look like fucking ass. Yeah. It's quite a unique looking thing for yeah. the time. Yeah. It's a really yeah. sporty, oh, I do like the look of the 34. Yeah, I think for GTR, I think it's a work of art. Like, I love it. It's I think cool it's great. Thing, but I don't will I spend 800k on one? <laughs> no, no, no. Either way. Again, not, not when some fucking idiot in a gold fire with a shoot on it. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, <laughs> <all> <laughs> <movies>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot, a lot of cars like I think would be cool to drive, but I'm never going to get the opportunity to drive them because I don't know everybody owns one. Like, I never say never. I think when you're in, you know, the tuning or the motorsport industry, you forget very quickly that other people don't get the experiences that you get on a yeah. day-to-day basis like to be fair we, we like even doing this fucking shit that we mm. do like we've oh, been we've, really lucky yeah, we've yeah. Had, well you're part of that like, yeah, fa- yeah massively but it, people always say to me oh you've driven some amazing cars I'm like I have but not a scratch on what say like you've driven for instance mm. yeah. but still we're really lucky to be able to have done that and we know we don't even we're not even in that world yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I, mean? you do, I do quite a few like local shows now just to like show off the cars and and you know network with people. Yeah, and like it's cool to just get like the younger kids to sit in the rally cars and stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, I don't remember getting the opportunity to do that as a kid. Yeah, that's a great show. And again, that's one real easy kind of easy to understand sort of differentiator between something like that and a fucking yeah. Golf R on finance with mm. a map on it. It's mm. like, t- yeah. take the headline figures out of the fucking equation. Like, sitting in a rally car, what experience. even if it's only got 120 horsepower, yeah. Yeah, is yeah. fucking cool. It's like yeah. going to the British Motorsport Museum when you're like 15 years old and seeing Formula One car for the first time. Yeah. Like, and you're just like mind blown by the proportions of it. And you're just like, that's fucking mental. Yeah. Like, has that been lost along the way somewhere, do you think? Does yeah. that happen as much? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a kid anymore. But. That's the trouble, isn't it? Yeah, I think certainly in the rallying world, it's, it's quite a big thing for the for the kids to like go navigate in because you can navigate on a road rally from twelve. Like, really? Ah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you get they do junior championships and stuff now in rallying. That's awesome. So we saw saw a lot of like under seventeens testing at Bond. Really? Oh, they don't have instruction and, and or their their dad who's been doing it for decades in yeah. with them. Yeah, yeah. Um, to be fair, that's I mean, really cool. It's not quite the same thing, but but drifting similar to that as well. Is it? Yeah, I remember like used to go up to wheels quite a lot and there was always Oh there's a few kids up there. Yeah, like, uh, 13, 14 year olds that were they good. Were yeah, done, yeah. Like, you know, they were really good. In fact one of them, uh Mitch his name is. Yeah. I he's, that he's probably I haven't seen him for 13? a couple of years. No, he he was I think he was 13 or 14 when I first met him he's probably 16 or 17 now but he's competed in a few rounds of like the British Drift Champion uh, well the feeder series the British Drift Championship mm. I can't remember what it's called he's really good mm. and he, again he was doing it in a fucking two grand nice 200 yeah. I think when we went to BDC there was a few teenagers competing oh there were were you there that time that Jake fucking stoved the MX-5 into that gold beamer no <laughs> yeah. so Jake was driving mine and Matt's MX-5 at wheels and he was in a four car fucking train and and it was the end of the day and I said to Matty I was just like mate I think our car's going to end up in a BMW or something <laughs> and uh, this is which is nothing against Jake because he's you know he's a skilled driver but um, 
Yeah, there was this gold E46 coupe 320, I think it was a 328 actually. It was a pre-facelift E46. And um, yeah, I can't remember something happened. Someone slowed down and just they couldn't quite they couldn't quite react in time and this fucking BMW just ended up oh no the, the MX-5 went into the side of this BMW didn't get out of the way in time and like bent the front wing and stuff but yeah this we, we got to the pits afterwards and we were like oh fuck we have to have an awkward conversation with this dude I, I hope he's not big it's a fucking 14 year old kid <laughs> was it? yeah and, his, and he was there with his mum oh, and, wow. and his mum was like the nicest woman on the planet she was just like Oh, I hope everything's okay. I'm sorry, did we damage your car? Oh, is everything like, okay? We T bone you love. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. We got the fucking hammer out and started hanging around his, his front wing again. Fair so yeah, no, I think drifting's the same though. Like, it's, and also to be fair, I think like it's such a fucking cliche thing to say, but I think social media helps a lot with that kind of shit. Because yeah. I remember I was really into rallying when I was a kid. Like when I was a young kid, I was really you into rallying. You wouldn't know where to start. No. I remember Channel 4 no. used to show WRC highlights. That's right, yeah. But it you didn't really see much. There would occasionally be like <coughs> a rally stage would come near, like near here. They would be like. Well, they a, used to run the RAC through Sirencester Car- uh, Park and things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, the Group Bs used to run through Sirencester Park. Wow. No way. Wow. That's I, that. I went to see the RAC a couple of times in Cardiff when I was younger. I went um, once to see it in. Uh, place in Cornwall. No, sorry, it wasn't the RSC, it was the network queue. Well, I don't know whereabouts it was. We used to, uh, when I was a teenager, used to work at Rally Day. Oh, yeah. Uh, for the couple of guys that used to own it, uh, Castle Coombe Circuit own it now. But two rally enthusiasts used to own Rally Day and you'd volunteer to work for the day. So you'd be, as a teenager, in the car park, you know, in the paddock early morning, directing all the rally cars so you get to see all the rally cars. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, from all, like, Group A, Group B, and, like, wow. Rally Day back in the day was, like, all the proper kit. Yeah. Really? Um, and then as a thank you, they used to stick 100 quid in your account and then give you free tickets to go and watch the special stage at Rally GB, which was usually like Cardiff yeah, special yeah. Wow. stage, where they used to have, you know, the twin rally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. And you, everyone lived in the area, so we'd all meet in Chippenham, of course, all the lads would have like rally-derived road cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'd end up with like a Evo 5, an original Lancer Turbo, a Focus RS and you'd be flat Ooh. out down the M4 to car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you'd be coming back at like one in the morning flat, <laughs> flat out. Flat out, yeah, yeah. Um, and I remember coming around the bypass Chippenham on the way back one night in the, a black Evo 6. And we were going so quick that he just overtook an ambulance on the bypass because he was just trying to get on. <laughs> and this was like Blues and Twos ambulance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of social media, completely unrelated, but when you, when you go on Facebook and you see like car culture videos of people going to these meets and doing drifts and things in car parks, and it's usually videos of people like getting run over by people like yeah. drifting and shit. Yeah. Like, and there's YouTube channels as well that aren't like that, but they're testing cars on the road to the absolute limits and they're driving like 120 miles an hour down the road in some sort of fucking stupid S3 or something. Yeah. Right. Um, Part, part of the reason I'm mentioning this is because if you read the comments, there used to be like an, an abundance of people being like, oh, that's amazing, man. Oh, yeah, sick, blah, blah, blah. And there'd be comment after comment of like, oh, man, this is amazing, this is amazing, this is amazing. Or like advocating for like this sort of behavior. Whereas recently, when I've looked at this sort of stuff on YouTube or on Facebook, the tide is changing in the sense that a lot of people are being like, Stop being a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. You know I, I mean? think that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. really. As you well know, that's something that I've, in the past, I've you know been against 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, publicly yeah. again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't even I don't even bother anymore because I just can't be bothered with the hassle of dealing with yeah. people on social media. Yeah, absolutely. Can't but yeah, be. certainly. Um, you know, that was that was really part of the reason of slip and grip was that yeah. when I first started doing track days, I had no one else to do track days with, and we used to mess about on the roads. Yeah. Yeah. For the sake of 180 quid, you can go and use the track for the day. So why not go and do that? Yeah. You know, I mean, you don't even. You know, I. I was doing auto solos with local car clubs and you can do them from 14 in a car. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So if you're worried about your kids on the road before they, you know, when they start driving, get them to a bloody auto solo yeah. before they go on the road and they will learn car control. So if they shit themselves on the road, they've got a chance of bringing it back again. Like, yeah. okay, I, I, no, none of this business with the fucking government wanting to... Um, say to kids oh you can't have other mates in your car for the first three years of driving how about teaching them how to control a fucking car in a a slide or in a a crash so they can actually save their mates yeah Yeah. exactly it doesn't doesn't mean after three years they're going to be any better driving maybe at the same level just three years older alright you might be slightly more mature then but I was still a fucking idiot three years in your driving career let's say is fuck all innit yeah and I you know I, I, I did spend some of my teenage years driving like an idiot on the road, but when shit hit the fan, you had an idea. I had an idea of what to do, and I, you know, I've only had touch wood. I've only, I only ever had two accidents on the road. Yeah, and one wasn't even my fault. <laughs> the other one was just trying to drift an open diff in thirty six round Milton Keynes. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, is it? I think. Kids need to learn car control. Because, again, I, I used to be a fucking idiot when I was a kid. But by the time I got to 17, I'd been driving the field for probably five years. Mm-hmm. And I'd done everything. Mm-hmm. I, I'd not, to be fair, I'd never, I'd never driven a rear-wheel drive car before. But other than that, I'd done handbrake turns, I'd done J-turns, I'd fucking put it in the hedge, I'd put it in the ditch, yeah. I'd fucking jumped it. Do you know what I mean? I'd, I'd done everything in a car. And so, like, yeah, for, so for example, the first crash I ever had was when I took the bollard out on, on the Bassett Road. I, I was such a fucking idiot. I kicked myself to this day about this because <laughs> me and Will were going to Bassett to get some cash out. I'm sure you can guess what that was for. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we were, we were, I was 17. Yeah, yeah. 20 quid. That's all you need. Yeah, exactly. Head. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was in my oh, Rover 200 and we were flying down the road between Monty and Bassett. You know that little trading estate with D good enough in it? Went past there and there was a fucking Arctic parked on the side of the road, unloading, like curtain side thing, unloading. And I said to Will, don't let me forget about that because on the way back... If that's still there. If that's still there, we're going to be in trouble. We both forgot about it. I came, I came around that corner going considerably more than the 60 mile an hour speed limit, put it that way. And this lorry was still blocking my entire lane. There was a van coming the other way, so I couldn't just go around him. So I had to scrub off as much speed as I could, deliberately put it on the grass banky verge thing. And then I just enough, so I just scrubbed enough, enough, enough speed to be able to sort of put it in between two bollards. I just kissed the bollard. Well, I ripped the bollard out of the ground, but, but it didn't do any like serious damage to the car. I just put a dent in the rear quarter. But if I hadn't have... I was 17. If I hadn't had any experience, if I'd just passed my test, 
You could have panicked. That would have been a it was really the difference bad between situation. progressive braking and slamming on your yeah. brakes yeah, yeah, and yeah. just ending up sideways and, in the lorry. And, exactly. And yeah. just panicking. If you didn't have any experience, you would have ended up in a lot, probably gone into the back of the lorry or, or the van. Or the van. Yeah. And created a massive incident. I, I do. I'm not trying to say that I'm fucking Colin McRae. No, no. But no, it's sure. just a base level of car control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember coming up uh, again, Chippenham Dual Carriageway, <laughs> from, from the M4 up to Chippenham um, and come over like past. The trees and it's like over a rise yeah yeah and it was wet and i was in the impreza on nearly bowls semi-slip yeah. in the winter <laughs> and i come over the rise at like you know quite a high speed yeah, yeah. just like Whoop. and there was a traffic jam oh, oh fuck. No. <laughs> and i was in the first lane and there was more traffic in the first lane than was the second no abs on the yeah, yeah so i initially locked up sideways but you know Decided to come back off, get the traction again, and then just in time to manage to swerve <laughs> into the second lane and slow down. But then, you know, like you say, I wouldn't have been able to do that mm. if I hadn't have learned to. Yeah, you would have spun out. To, yeah, you know, re reapply the brakes if it locks up. Yeah, and also it's it's the whenever you see, I find a lot on like YouTube or, or Facebook, or whatever, when you see someone like coming out of a meet or whatever, or like a first track or whatever, I was always shocked at how people when they get into a slide it takes them about three weeks to respond <laughs> so literally you'll see someone you can see the tail end coming out and they sort of they get to about this angle and then they start yeah, putting lock in mm, I was like yeah, what yeah. are you doing like you, surely can you not feel that mm. but maybe they can't like, even but, going yeah. drifting with you like in the Mazda like I was I I'm, I'm, didn't have much experience with rear wheel drive cars other than driving my E90 and crashing your car um, but I wasn't I, my car control in rear wheel drive cars was arguably just as good as you know, somebody that hadn't driven one because I never really tested yeah, yeah. tested what it was. And we went drifting and the first time I got in your Mazda like five mile an hour trying to drift it, I'd spin out every time. Yeah. But then progressively, once you get used to the sensation and the feel of how the car's responding, you know, the skill set establishes quite quickly. Yeah, you know, yeah, when yeah. you're in an environment that allows you to test the limits. Yeah. Whereas a lot of people are trying to do that on the road and then they're crashing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that's the, diff that's the yeah, difference. Yeah. So an environment like that is, is perfect yeah. because it allows you to explore the limits of the car safely and quite slowly. Yeah. Without <laughs> very slowly in that very case. Slowly. Yeah. But, my my yeah. first track day was an airfield track day at Lavington in the 33. And the same corner, like the back end was coming out. And the first few times I was applying the brakes. And then, of course, it would just carry on spinning yeah, around. Yeah. And it took me three or four times. Of doing the same thing <laughs> on purpose, yeah. thing I must put the throttle on, on instead, <laughs> yeah. and then you put the throttle and it comes back. You're like, oh, how that's, you that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. So counterintuitive. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it takes a while for your brain to get into the. Yeah, and then like, if you do it enough, it becomes you know, as, as some people it? will know, it just becomes automatic. So yeah. that when you are out on track, you're almost correcting the oversteer before you've even noticed it's happening because yeah, yeah. your body's feeling it in the seat uh, yeah. like you say about weight transfer mm. um, god I fucking so love yeah. that shit I need to get out on track soon I so I haven't driven on track yeah. since February just because of the target rally but before I just haven't been on track much lately no. um, I, I do get offered to drive cars but I'm like I can't actually currently afford to to, to rebuild your car yeah <laughs> Right, I think we need to wrap, wrap the yeah, podcast it's, up. It's been a bit of a long one, yeah. We're getting on, but it's been awesome having you on. Ross, Thank you, guys. Yeah, awesome. yeah, that was great fun. I think we've got plenty of uh, topics to, to, to 
to to visit again in the future with you on. So. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah, I'll, yeah I'll come, come back. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'll do that. I'm down with that. Uh, I forgot to mention at the start. I oh, will do it separately. I forgot to mention the street tour. I'll do back. it now. No, I'll do it. We'll we'll stop it. We'll do it separately. And I'll loop it at the start. That's okay, fine. fine. Um, uh, cool. So yeah, like, subscribe, share, all the usual shit. Yeah. I don't know I'm looking at you, Ross. Yeah, do it. Yeah, I will. I have. Um, I have. I listen. Yeah. Ross literally listens to every podcast. Uh, I think it's awesome. Because <laughs> I'm not sure how many people do that. <laughs> There's a few. And I mean literally a few. Um, <laughs> is there anything that you want to mention in terms of, well, check out Slip and Grip on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just Slip and Grip Automotive. Google it. Google it. Check out the website. There's some articles on there that I, I write of like car features and events and stuff when I can be bothered. Um, and then there's some classifieds on there, car sales and you know cars that we sell and cars that go to auction through us. Um, if you're looking to sell a car, like collectible, unusual, low miles, give me a shout. Nice one. That's your man. I'm crack at an XC70 with 185,000 yeah. miles. <laughs> what about a Mark 6 Golf with Andrew Manley? I'm not a scrap on? man. And no MOT. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of which, my golf's, my golf's going to go to the scrapyard. So oh, no. I can't. I can't. Well, if you it. do, if you do get rid of it, and it's cheap. We might, we might have it as a field car. Oh, yeah. All right. Fucking. Have guys. you got a field? No, no. But one of our friends, we, we used to do. Oh, I seen that over by Charlton. We were doing annual field car days just with a, a bunch of friends. I saw that. We ended up with going up to a five hundred pound budget. Yeah. Um, and, Sounds uh, so awesome. Everything from Mitsubishi space cars, space cars <laughs> uh, to Volvo S40s, yeah. uh, and yeah. some of the boys obviously like rear-wheel drive stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's a good crack. The only thing is that the field's quite rocky. Yeah. So you get smashed windscreens quite easily. Pop oh, tires and stuff. Pop tires. Yeah. Cool. But it's mega fun, you know. Maybe we'll talk about it on the next podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right. Thanks again. Nice uh, see you. Thanks, guys. See you uh, on the next one. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs>